1: Today on the WCBS Morning News Roundup.
3: New York Democrats make a last-minute push to fend off gains by Republican Lee Zeldin as early voting begins tomorrow. I'm Marla Diamond in Brooklyn.
4: Police have high praise for how an MTA bus driver handled a guy who put a gun to
1: his head. We'll visit Hoboken to see what they've learned 10 years since Sandy turned Hoboken into Venice.
2: About 80% of the entire city was
1: flooded.
4: And we honor the lady in the harbor in today's 88 seconds in sound, plus a recording of JFK you might never have heard talking with President Truman about the missiles in Cuba.
1: I got your attention. You did. It's good audio, too. It's Friday. It's October 28th. Good morning. I'm Wayne Kevin.
4: Looking forward to that. I'm Paul Murnane. Craig Allen says sunny with a cool breeze today, high of 58 degrees.
1: When we come back from the weekend, it will be time to vote. Unless you want to vote early, which you can, starting tomorrow in New York and New Jersey. Connecticut, you do not have early voting.
4: Marla Diamond joins us from downtown Brooklyn, where Lee Zeldin will be campaigning for governor. Marla, how close is this race?
3: Well, it is closer than Democrats would like to see it, Paul, and uh, it's close enough that they are pouring millions of dollars into last-minute ads and staging several campaign rallies to get out the vote, especially among reliable Democratic voters in Black and Latino neighborhoods. They're also trying to energize the party's liberal base, with Hochul's challenger, Lee Zeldin, possibly siphoning votes among moderate Democrats concerned about crime and the economy, the two issues where he appears to be gaining the most support. Much of the Democrats' get-out-the-vote effort has been focused on New York City, which is accounted for about a third of the total vote in most recent gubernatorial elections. Party leaders are hoping the city votes offsel- offset Zeldin's gains in the suburbs and rural areas upstate.
1: So, how is Kathy Hochul adjusting to this unexpectedly tight challenge?
3: Well, she is certainly having to defend her record, especially on bail reform at a press conference on Tuesday. She had to answer many questions uh, about Zeldin's criticism of her not doing enough to reform those uh, changes to the bail laws. That's why I focused and had to fight hard to get that language in the bail changes. anything related to a gun, a gun offense, even if it's unloaded. So uh, Hochul uh, has been uh, on the defensive here about crime and the economy. So obviously stepping up efforts in the city in order to help her get out that uh, that base that is that base of reliable voters. Lee Zeldin will be uh, here in downtown Brooklyn later this morning getting the endorsement of bus drivers who are fed up with being assaulted by passengers. So clearly he is playing up the crime issue. And he is coming into New York holding several press conferences here on crime to bring out perhaps moderate Democrats who may be very concerned about that issue and may want to try a Republican instead.
4: Marla Diamond this morning, and the NYPD is, con- is uh, commending that MTA bus driver for handling the gunman on the Q4 bus in Queens. The gunman boarded the bus in St. Albans, put a pistol to the head of the driver, 21-year veteran of the MTA. NYPD Deputy Chief Jerry O'Sullivan says the driver did the right thing. He got the passengers off before doing anything else.
2: There wasn't any room for the bus driver to exit the bus with the passengers. I definitely want to commend the driver for his actions. He did not move the bus until everyone was off that bus and then they continued traveling uh, uh, eastbound on Linden Boulevard.
4: Now, the driver obeyed the command to hit the gas, but after 33 blocks, he made his escape, jumping out the window and leaving the bus to crash with the gunman alone inside. The bus hit a power pole so hard that it broke, cutting power to 800 customers. The driver suffered minor injuries. The guy with the gun arrested what turned out to be a BB gun. Why the bus jacking? The man told the driver he was being chased. The weather forecast for the weekend. Craig Allen, not bad.
0: Hey, Craig Allen, what's the weekend look like? The weekend is looking okay for the next, uh, well, the next 48 hours or so should be fine. And then you'll notice an increase in clouds a little bit later on during the afternoon hours on Sunday. That's because there will be some showers in the forecast, unfortunately, for Halloween. Does not look like a washed-out day. But uh, there certainly will be a few showers around on Monday. In the meantime, it is clear. 46 right now in the city, 30s in many of the northern and western suburbs. Today's high. Today's high. 54 to 58. Tonight's low 45 to 50 in the city and down to the 30s in the colder suburbs, very much like it is out there right now. Now, Saturday, sunshine, seasonably cool around 60, Sunday 60 to 65, but with those clouds increasing, and Monday has that chance of showers. Again, now 40, uh, 46 in the city, humidity 58%. We have a northeast wind at 8, gusting to 18, and today's high will be about 54 to
1: 58. Now, I have no way to verify this, or no way to confirm this, but right. I believe there's something in the air today, and we all should allow an extra 20 minutes to our day, because we all seem to be on slow speed this morning. <laughs>
4: what makes this night? <laughs> (laughs) different from all the others
1: (laughs) just passing that along (laughs) it's the morning news roundup it's friday at least no town may have had a more staggering impact from sandy than hoboken 10 years later steve burns visited the mile square city
2: to see what's changed
0: during sandy hoboken effectively became a giant bathtub
2: about 80 percent of the entire city was flooded and that's never happened in Hoboken's history.
0: Mayor Ravi Bala remembers the pleas for assistance, the National Guard coming in to help people still trapped in their homes days later.
2: Incredible, something staggering and something that we'd never seen before in Hoboken.
0: And something they never want to see again.
2: Look for a means uh, in which we can break that cycle of destruction and rebuilding and destruction, and rebuilding.
0: That starts in an unlikely place, a seemingly average park in the southwest part of town where plants are growing and dogs are playing.
2: That can withhold up to 400,000 gallons of water during a wet weather event, um, which otherwise would have flooded uh, the park.
0: It's the first of four resiliency parks in the city. The goal is to integrate flood protection into everyday life.
2: Some people want flooding eliminated altogether. I'll tell you right here in Hoboken, you will not eliminate flooding altogether.
0: But mitigation can and must be done, Bala says, to protect against what he calls an existential threat.
2: And when I say existential threat, um, you know, existential means threat to your existence. We view climate change as existential threat to Hoboken's uh, future. Uh, we want to make sure that, you know, the city we love uh, can be enjoyed uh, for years and generations to come.
0: Steve Burns, WCBS News Radio, 880.
2: Well, let's listen
4: to this update on why we're calling in the National Guard to deal with the city's homeless crisis.
0: While we still haven't been told exactly how many National Guard troops will be assigned to city shelters, they will be on hand, we're told, to assist with things like food distribution and supplementing existing staff. Jacqueline Simone of the Coalition for the Homeless so far saying this is the one issue that comes to mind.
3: Initially, we do have some concerns that the presence of large numbers of people in military uniforms might be triggering or make certain people feel uncomfortable, particularly in single adult shelter facilities. Um, so we're waiting to learn more information.
0: So, what will the National Guard not be doing? The shelters? Security, social services, or counseling? From Lower Manhattan, Glenn Shuck, WCBS News Radio 880.
1: It's the Morning News Roundup. It's Friday. I'm Wayne Cabot. And I'm Paul Bernay with your three things to know this morning. One of Russia's biggest celebrities has fled the country. Ksenia Sobchak is a well-known star there and the daughter of a politician who helped launch President Vladimir Putin's career.
4: Number two, seismic waves have rippled across Mars after the biggest meteor strikes ever recorded by NASA spacecraft.
1: Third thing, Jeff Bezos could lose... $23 Twenty-three billion dollars today. If the Amazon stock plunge carries into today's trading, shares fell twenty-one percent on news Amazon would miss earnings.
4: Up next is our WCBS News Radio. Eighty-eight seconds in sound for October twenty-eighth. Oh,
1: oh, oh. Two New York icons were born on this day. In New York Harbor, a gift from the people of France was dedicated on this date by President Grover Cleveland. The year? 1886 and she's still carrying the torch even longer ago and still here in new york yes i found a lot of cute things at macy's good roland h macy r.h macy's first new york store 6th avenue and 14th street in manhattan standing in macy's the largest department store in the world 1858 might be a good time to go to macy's again
4: you are tuned to Radio Moscow.
1: We in New York and across America were on the nuclear brink, but Khrushchev blinked in 1962.
4: The Soviet government has ordered the dismantling of weapons in Cuba, as well as their crating
1: and return to the Soviet Union. Yes, sir. President Truman, please. Thank you. In this brief phone call on this date between President Kennedy and former President Truman, you can hear reference to what we now know was a secret agreement to remove U.S. missiles from Turkey.
4: Hello? Hello, this is Harry Truman. Hello, how are you, uh, Mr. President? Well, I'm all right, and I'm just pleased to death the way these things came out. Well, we'll just stay at it, and uh, I just wanted to uh, uh, bring you up to date on it. We got uh, a letter from him on Friday night, uh, which uh, was rather conciliatory on these withdrawals. Then on Sunday, Saturday morning, uh, uh, 12 hours after the other letters received, we got this entirely different letter about the missile bases in Turkey.
0: That's the way they do things. Thank you, Mr. President. I certainly appreciate the call. Oh, thank you, Mr. President.
1: This aspirational message from John and Yoko was made into a song on this date here in New York City in 1971. This is October 28th.
0: TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone.